All right, guys, we're back with another episode. We got Joe Dagby, better known as Shoujo, with Mr. us today. Shoujo, Mr. Reston. And, uh, Joe, yeah, man, we in here, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just wanted to start by, uh, like, what have you been doing during quarantine? What, what have you been working on? Man, I've worked on a lot of stuff. Honestly, like, Corona and, like, the quarantine thing, like, it hasn't really slowed me down that much. Uh, blessed that I haven't gotten it yet, uh, but I had to take, I definitely had to take some risks. Mm. And uh, still trying to do the same exact, like, thing that I was doing before in terms of, like, trying to put it together, like, events. That's that's obviously, like, closer to, like, the time we're in right now because, like, it's gotten a lot looser on the quarantining and stuff. Mm. Um, but, I mean, i really just been working on, like, putting out a lot of videos. Right. Quarantine, I think a lot of people can relate, is, like, it was a great time for me to focus on myself and work yeah, on absolutely. things that I, could, that I can, you know, uh, better myself in terms of, like, YouTube, uh, I've been making a lot more music. Uh, I've been just, like, focusing on what I want to do next year, my plans for college. Um, yeah, like, the community aspect of everything, just seeing, like, what ways I could affect the community when I leave and all that kind of stuff. So it's definitely been, um, personally, for me, it's been a really productive experience, even though with all, like, the unfortunate, like, people, like, you know, losing their lives, obviously, and that, you know, that's not a good thing. I never. Yeah. Um, but I've been able to capitalize off the time that I'm in and my, cir- like, circumstances, situation, um, I've been productive. I made the most out of it. Yeah, I mean, obviously, so, you know, I've known you for a couple of years now, and something that just, like, I admire about you is that, you know, you always take advantage of every opportunity you get. Like, any situation, you're going to, you know, be successful in Definitely. it. Um, yeah. And, obviously, we mentioned, like, your name Shoujo a little bit earlier. Can you kind of, like, just tell us, like, who is Shoujo? Like, you know, yeah. what is Shoujo? Where did it come from? Like, you know, yeah. right, right. what are you, what are you yeah. about? Yeah, well, I think a lot of, the, like, the thing that a lot of people confuse is, like, Shoujo is like it's a stage name yes it's not something that I gave to myself it's more so like a persona that sometimes I take on uh when doing like social media things doing things in the community um but like it's really a balance like I think I kind of want to start there is like it's a balance of being able to be like Joseph and Shoujo because like it's not like something where like people have a misconception that I'm all about myself all for myself but really like that's just a name that represents like me trying to show off all the talents that I've like been blessed with to the world. Um, it was a name that was given to me from one of my coaches. Uh, I think I was eight. That was when I first started playing football. And he was like, man, every time you touch the ball, uh, it's a show. And he was like, show Joe. And we kind of just put it together. And then like a few years later, I needed an Instagram name. So I just like, I think before that, it was like Mr. Underscore Handles Underscore 13. Yeah. And I was like, that's why I was like a basketball <laughs> player, like heavy. So I was going to the NBA, all that stuff. <laughs> Um, and then I was like, let me just change it. And it was like, I am was big with usernames back then. Yeah. Um, so I just put, I am Shoujo in front of it. Yeah. yeah. And then after that, uh, I kind of just, I started going with, I am Shoujo. People would call me, I am Shoujo. Like it doesn't really make sense. Like grammatically, yeah. but they would call me like, I am Shoujo. And then, um, one day I just like looked up the Shoujo name. I DM the person, I think it was like some guy in China. And I was just like, can I have the name? And he was like, give me two days <laughs> He's like, give me two days to think of a new name. I was like, all right. I, I did not that's think I was going to be able to get it. And then once I got the name, I was like, that's when I really started, like, seeing yeah. my – because it just looks, like, good on Instagram. It's, like, easy yeah. to promote. Yeah. Um, so it was definitely, like I – was, I definitely got lucky there. And any good, like, businessman or any good, like, successful person will tell you, like, luck is a huge factor in uh, promoting any type of brand or getting any type of, you know, financial gains. Uh, so I was definitely got lucky there. Uh, and that's kind of where the name comes from just basically like showing off and that's something I take pride in. I, I do like to show off uh, in a good way, not something that's like an arrogance kind of thing, just like right. 
if you're going to do something, you might as well have fun doing it. You might as well show the world. You might as well put video behind it. That's just how I move. And a lot of other people, like, they like some people, a lot of people gravitate to it. A lot of people don't really like that. They like to be more low key, which I respect all sides. Um, but that's just kind of who I am. So I just, I've been embracing it and learning to embrace it more, more and more as a, like I've, as I've grown uh, from experience and all that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's something I've always liked to say about you to people, you know, like haters, whatever, yeah. is that like, there's definitely a difference between like cockiness and, and uh, you know, confidence. For you, sure. You know, like for that's sure. kind of the main thing. But something I want to tell you, I think it's kind of funny. My first memory of you, I think you were in middle school. I'm sure you didn't, you didn't know uh-huh. anything about me yet, but uh-huh. um, I saw a video of you or something. I don't know if you were playing football or basketball or something. And I remember thinking, I was like, oh, here we go. Like, here's a kid who's going to think he's like all that. Right. He's gonna think he's yeah, yeah. And I remember, I don't know if it was like a manual or Spencer or something. They were like, nah, this kid's like legit. Like, he's not just like for the show. Like, he's actually like a right. good athlete. He's going to be tough, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But that, like, that was no, just funny yeah. to me. Uh, Griffin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, did you always want to play sports in college? Like, was that always a goal of yours? No, that was always a goal, bro. Like, like real quick, like with the like the when people thought I was like cocky, like when I was in middle school, like looking back at stuff, like I definitely was cocky. <laughs> like I definitely was, and like I think that's the that's the sad thing is that like I was and I grew from it, and like I always thought I was confident, but until like this year or last year when I like started foundational stuff and like started doing things like that, like were affecting people that it was like bigger than me that's when i really started getting confident and i really started just getting like like one-on-one with people like you could definitely like sense a different in me um but what was the question you asked me again uh did you always want yeah did you was college always a goal for you sports wise yeah bro like when i was like a young kid like my dream was just to be in the first player to be an nfl and nba and be like the best one in it like, that was in my mind. Like, I thought I was going to be the best one. Like, I'll be like LeBron James of basketball. Like Bo and, Jackson? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, Bo Jackson, yeah, but, like, even Michael better. Yeah. yeah, yeah, literally. Like, that's what I wanted to do. And that's what I worked at. And, like, obviously, like, I'm taking a different path now. Um, but I think just, like, working with such high expectations for myself yeah. while also, like, being, like, understanding, like, as the years went on, that, like, some things are not going to happen. But you just, like, if you set your expectations high and you, like, achieve a little bit lower than them, like, it's still – you're still going to find success. I, I don't beat myself up over not, you know, being on the path to the draft right now um, for basketball, at least. Right. Football is a little bit more realistic. If that's something I want to pursue, I, I still have time. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Not really something I want to do. But in college, like, it's always been a dream of mine um, just because, you know, especially playing D1, like, I definitely got blessed with that opportunity. But, yeah, it's always been a goal of mine uh, since, since a kid. Okay. And so we, we both know that you – both do um, music and sports. If you had to choose sure. one, like, what would you go with? What's more important to you? Um, honestly, like, I don't even look at music as, like, a career path for myself. Um, it's really, like, when I first started out, it was with my friend, like, uh, Uno David, if you know who that is, who's, like, he's signed and he's, like, he's all, like, he's gone, like, to make that his actual profession uh now which is really good for him and i started like really with my friends also like remy a few kids from like south lakes um mustafa famous Mustafa c black uh i just gotta shout those out because i shout out one so i gotta shout out them absolutely (laughs) but that was like the guys who i first started with and like the music like if i really had to pick one i would probably pick uh sports just because it's had a more impact on my life uh for a, a more like a longer amount of years um it's definitely like that's like picking your mom or your dad, honestly, for me, because like, <laughs> uh-huh. it's like, it's like, how could I like, because music is what ultimately like 
gave me a lot of like followers um mm-hmm. and i trusted a lot of people through that as many people who tried to be like oh my god shojo is so funny like he makes songs soundcloud blah 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 all that bullshit <laughs> like they really don't understand that there's like actual kids who like listen to my music every day they Absolutely. think they're like i'm the greatest thing in the world and like in my own mind like i haven't like i haven't even done anything yet so by people thinking they're like I've accomplished so much and like when I really haven't done anything, it just like it gives me hope for when I get a little bit discouraged yeah, uh, on the music side of things. But like it's definitely something that's always gonna be there because like when I can't communicate my feelings for about certain situations like death or like girls or just like stress in general. Mm-hmm. Um the, the basic things that like a lot of teenagers go through, some people like re- like resort to like doing drugs or like smoking or anything like that. Like I don't even do any of that stuff. So I just like my therapy is music. Um, and that's just something that's like, it's always going to be with me no matter what. Like I'll, I'll make songs as a 60 year old, even if it's not playing on SoundCloud, Mm -hmm. I'll I'll just keep in. Right. It's for you. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Love that. More real too. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's music for sure. Um, so, so we know, you know, you were star basketball player, South Lake star football player. Um, and now you're going on to the University of Long Island to play football, Division One football. But um, yeah. was that was that tough for you to like to choose between one basketball and football? Honestly, like when I got to my freshman year, uh, and like I had a great coach who was Coach Taylor, and he like mm-hmm. really made actually no the person who really made me fall in love with football was Spencer, right? Because mm-hmm. we were playing Centerville, and I was like. Up to that, up until that point, uh, like where it's like at the end of the season, we we're playing center row at home. Like a lot of people remember this game. Anybody who's listening yeah. from Salt Lake community, like it was like we were down, we were out, and like I was literally on the sideline with Isaiah. I was like, "Bro, basketball practice next week. I can't wait. We're about to hoop this year. JV's about to be lit." <laughs> and then like he goes up and makes this like incredible catch, and like that's really like at like dead ass like what changed my whole perspective on everything. It made me want to like become like even better at football and really like chase football it was like a it was a really monumental thing in like in my early life I guess uh being a freshman being so new to everything else um so then like I just started I just started working at football and and without even noticing it basketball kind of just like I decreased my work ethic in it um and I just started pursuing football and then my sophomore year schools are coming in to talk to like spend seven like there's like Virginia Tech coming in Wake Forest Mm -hmm. uh, yeah there was like like the list the list goes on and on, um, and I was like, wow, this is like a lot more serious because I haven't seen any uh, I haven't seen Coach K come for basketball yet. <laughs> so I think I think I'll try to go with football because that looks like my better option. I was a little bit better at it. Yeah. Um, but basketball is just like like this year we were really really good. So that's kind of like how I got my recognition. Why was by like being one of the better players on the team. Like as a team player, uh, mm-hmm. it got me a lot of accolades. They really don't mean anything because we still like you know lost some games uh when they counted mm-hmm. um but it was definitely like something that like I, people always told me i was gonna have to pick one i never thought the day would come um but at the end of the day it didn't really feel like i picked one kind of one just took over my life and mm-hmm. that's like that's like what i try to preach to other kids is like people who tell you like do one thing it doesn't really make it doesn't make sense because like you're not gonna really know what you're truly truly good at until you try out like every single one right and that's why i just do music i do youtube i do like every single thing and whatever one takes off when it takes off is gonna take off i have like a hundred percent belief that it will Mm -hmm. um but that's just like it's it's always gonna be there uh the basketball side of things because i'm still doing stuff like with the league i started and like camps and all that stuff so it doesn't really feel like I lost my my love or like connection with basketball at all. Yeah, I mean everything happens for a reason. So you know the fact that like football kind of just like took over. I think that's like a good thing. You know. Yeah, I think yeah, normal for sure. Especially if you don't put everything all like all your eggs in one basket. I think that's better. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Because it 
like the biggest thing with that is like it allows me to play so loose. Mm-hmm. Like especially in basketball, is like like there was like this was season was pretty for I feel like for anybody else, and I don't mean like be like sound arrogant, but like for anybody else, I feel like it'd be a lot a lot of stress because like every gym we walk into that's an away game, like they're they're on like they're on me. They're they're chanting. They're like fuck you. This and I don't know if I can cuss in this. Yeah, you but, can like, cuss. You can cuss. Like, <laughs> you can cuss. Like my fifth grade crush, they chanted her name. Like she's at the <laughs> game and like, bro, I, I couldn't make any free throws, bro. I, I, like it was it was serious, bro. So like, uh... by putting all my like not putting my eggs in all like like you said in one basket, uh, it allowed me to play super super loose and just like kind of enjoy it. Have fun with it. Uh, so yeah, I definitely agree. What with that. what drew you to uh to Long Island though? Like what what about that school was you know yeah appealing to you? And why'd you commit there? Well, it's like thirty minutes outside the city yeah. um, of New York, and that's like my favorite city. Mm-hmm. Um, so like last year, I think I went to New York six times, uh, just like for stuff with David's music. Right. Um, he had a bunch of meetings there. Uh, had some visits there, some college camps. So we were like me and him were kind of going back and forth. We went by ourselves like probably three times, uh, mm-hmm. just like just me and him. Um, and I just started growing to like really, really love the city. I love the fast pace uh, that it has to because that's how I kind of like live my life. Um, and Long Island was just like a place where it felt like very connected. They had just moved up from Division Two, mm-hmm. So this is going to be their second year, D1. That's why they were 0-10 last year. So they, they definitely need some help. So it's a good thing that they're bringing me in. Um, but it's like I don't it felt like a good fit. I had a lot of, it was my only division one offer. My other one was going to be to Richmond, but my grades didn't like add up or I had too many I had on my, uh, on my junior year. So they were like, Oh yeah. Um, but, but, but I, so I wound up choosing Long Island just because of the, the location, the coaching staff was super great. The guy who recruited me was mm. great. He's actually not even there now. Um, it felt like a winning culture despite their record. They had won a lot in uh, Division Two. Their head coach was really hosp- like hospitable. Like the whole, just the whole vibe of it felt like a, a, the right place to be at. Um, so I'm super excited to get. And everything I said could be wrong, and I could get there and be like hell. But from what I've experienced so far, like I'm very optimistic about uh, yeah, how my awesome. time there is going to be. And I was wondering, so what do your parents yeah. think about like Shoujo, your league? Uh, weird kids change the world. Like, what do they think yeah. about like you traveling everywhere and doing all these things? Like, are they supportive? Like, what what do they think? Yeah, bro, they're like they're probably like the most supportive parents like that you could ask for. Like, because without them, like, not even like with like the thing with me is like I don't like tell them about anything. Like, I don't involve them in anything. I don't ask them really for anything, especially when it comes to like my music or merch or anything like that. But the fact that they, like, they don't ask me, like, where I'm at if it's, like, nighttime. Because when a normal kid, like, might be, like, out, like, doing stuff they shouldn't be doing, like, I'm, like, networking. I'm, like, at a meeting or I'm at the studio or I'm, like, doing something productive that's, like, going to help me in the long run. I can't, like, remember how many meetings I was at uh, where we were at the office. And it was, like, literally we would go until, like, 2 in the morning uh, just, like, planning stuff out, planning events and camps and all the things that people think just, like, happen overnight. Um, but with my parents, like they really try to support, they try to be so involved and like, they listen to my songs and all that stuff. And I really like, I, I don't like it because like, I don't, I don't know. I'm like a little bit embarrassed, like to show them things. Like I've never like, Hey, listen to this song. Uh, cause that just hasn't like, cause I was in fifth grade. I asked mom for Instagram and she said, no, it was like privacy and all this stuff. So like, that's like my like younger self. Like I had that seed planted. they like, okay, they don't like anything social media related. Now I'm like starting to understand they like, 
they're growing and as as I'm growing and they like understand like what I'm doing and they try to help me out as best as possible. But they didn't even know I made music until like until, like I was like, <laughs> a year and a half in and they finally started like like people started telling them like you know who like like your son like does this and that and they're like they're like almost like a little bit upset. They're like, Why did you tell us all this stuff? Because like they really I really didn't have a sit down conversation until right. like I went to LA. It was like it was like and I didn't tell them like a week before or like a month before. I was like yeah, I'm going to LA in like two days with David. We're gonna go meet with labels, uh, like do all this stuff for him. I'm gonna be there supporting him. I'm gonna be there making music, networking. They're like, wait, like, like, what is all this? Like, do you know? Like, they're like so right. overly protective. So like, not overly protective, but like they're just like cautious, mm-hmm. like any parent would be when you mm-hmm. tell them something last minute. Um, but they've just like grown to really help me um, and just support anything I do. Uh, so like, without them, like, just really believing in what I'm doing, and you know, that's kind of who instilled those like belief qualities in me. My mom and my dad, uh, like, I wouldn't be able to do any of this I stuff think also good. another yeah. shout-out we have to give, you know, is to your little brothers, bro. Like, get, shout shout them out. Shout them out for us. I hope they're listening. They're going to end up listening to this. No, your little you brothers. You said who? My parents? Oh, my brothers? Yeah, hopefully. They, they're, they're cool. <laughs> uh, I, I think you put this on your Snapchat story the other day, like, a story about, like, your little brother was, like, waiting for you on uh, the couch, and I thought that was, just, like, fantastic. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, that's real. Yeah, that's that's real, bro. Like, He's like, he checks, I'm not gonna lie, he checks <laughs> my parents. My parents, like, they already know, like, they already know I'm not texting them back. Like, if I'm out doing something, I'm not gonna, like, right. I'm not coming home for, and it was like, it was like literally like three in the morning. My brother called me as I was recording. He was like, he's like, are you gonna come home, going to sleep? And it was like, it was a, it was the cutest thing, but like, it really shows that, like, yeah. he cares about yeah, me. Awesome. And, and it, like, nobody, nobody would do that if, like, if he didn't feel like he was being respected, like, from his older brother. So, like, I definitely show him a lot of love and try to, you know, do as much as I can for him because at the end of the day, like, I'm doing right. all of it for them. Now, uh, why do you think you've become so much of, like, an entrepreneur? Like, are your parents like that, too? Like, wh- who did you learn mm-hmm. that from? I definitely learned that from my dad. Uh, he just hasn't, like, like, he has his own companies that he does. So that he works, like, he employs people and stuff. Like, he does a bunch of other things um, that aren't, like, systematic. Um, so he definitely, like, instilled that in me from, like, I remember being, like, probably, like, nine or ten and he's telling me, like, you need to learn how to trade stocks, like, now. I was like, wow. <laughs> and it was, like, very untraditional. It wasn't like he's going to sit me down. Like, it was just, like, he'll tell me one time, lecture me for, like, three hours. Like, he's, like, originally from Liberia, uh, like, African, but he's grown to, like, become, like, American, so he doesn't have an accent or anything. <laughs> but, like, he's very just, like, cut to the point, like, get, like, he's, like, you need to learn stocks. He tries to throw everything, in, like, he knows at me. He doesn't even know how to trade stocks. He's just, like, you need to learn this. And then come, like, 10 years later, like, now I'm, like, bro, I need to make a Robinhood account. I need to do, like, Weeboo and, like, all this. I think that's what it's called. Uh, like, all this other stuff to be able to, like, trade stocks because, like, that's where it's at. And he was, like, if you would have listened to me, like, like when I told you, blah, 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 all this stuff. So, like, yeah, he definitely, like, showed me how to be an entrepreneur and just, like, definitely, like, put things in front of me that was going to, like, set me up for success. Um, and, like, I remember being, I think, like, third grade, third grade or fourth grade, um, when tackies yeah. like were really big um and like there was like these little packets from the 7-eleven and i would like go there and he took me there one time to buy them and they said like 149 in the bag but no parents like like is gonna take their kids to go get tackies because we're all like like little kids and no kids right. can go to the store by themselves so like i had like a i definitely had a monopoly <laughs> on the school um so i sold like the bag for like I sold one for eight, and then I sold I sold to another person who was a grade above me for uh, two for fifteen, and I bought it for one forty nine. That was like the that was the youngest like the youngest story I had. That's like that's funny. like a hundred percent true. I don't know why they bought it. The next day they were pissed because they saw one forty nine in the bag, but 
I already collected that. <laughs> I already reinvested it. That's pretty I, funny. I, I, it was too late. No turn uh, back. Something that Griffin's kind of brought up a but, little yeah. bit um, was, you know, your entrepreneurship, obviously, and Weird Kids changed the world a little bit earlier. Um, and, you know, we talked a lot about sports, but you were definitely not just sports, music, whatever. Like, I want you to talk about, you know, Weird Kids changed the world, how that started. I know, um, you know, Mr. Mack played a little bit of a role in that. Terry Redekin, shout out Terry Redekin, played a little bit of a role in that. Yeah. Um, can you kind of yeah. touch, you know, on that stuff a little bit? Definitely, definitely. So, right, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to make sure I detail this. It's this is super hard to like to hit every single point. Yeah, I know so you've been doing many, it for like, a while. Stories, so much like music covered. I mean, yeah, I'm. Yeah, like I've been I've been doing so much and I've been doing it for like so long now. So it's like it's definitely some things I want to make sure I hit. Basically. How Weird Kids Roll started was, I, it was like the first, it was like the day before junior year, and I bought a, like, I had a budget, that's why I was still getting money from my right. parents, so, like, they gave me a budget, they're like, here, you can spend this, I think it was like, probably, like, it's probably like 250, 200 or 250, which is like, I mean, it's not bad, like, it's something that's good, mm-hmm. but I was like, I need to have clothes, like, you know, I need like a, I needed a whole fit, like, for each day of the <laughs> week, like, type shit, like, every, like, Monday I had this fit, I had it all planned out, like, I, that's when I still cared about, like, how I look in school and stuff. <laughs> Junior year, I feel like I was, like, hitting my glove and all this. So I was like, I need to make sure I get clothes. So I didn't have money for shoes. So I went to uh, Payless, mm. right? And I bought this pair of, like, champion all-white shoes. I was like, I'll just, I'm going to just draw, like, with Sharpies on it and make them, like, fresh. Mm. Um, so those were, like, I think $15 shoes. And I got the Sharpies. I just went to work that night. And I wrote, like, world... I drew a little globe, I put change the world, and I put, like, over top of it, weird kids. And, like, that's literally how I came up with the, the slogan. Like, and I just put it all together. Oh, that's kind of crazy. And, and then, there was, like, nothing behind that. It was yeah. just, like, kind of, like, free drawing. Literally no like... thought. Literally zero thought at all put into it. All the thought that, like, what it looks like to be now is, like, thought that, like, post-creation. Yeah. Um, so, like, I really thought of, like, what I had to do to make it, like, unique. Um, but it was already unique in and of itself. And I think, like, with, like, a lot of people like I'm just using like a, this as a reference, not saying that that's me. But like, there's like they say like the geniuses like who come up with ideas are people who like they they don't put thought; it just comes to them. Like their ideas just come to them. Um, so it was like I definitely felt like I felt pretty accomplished when I saw that quote um, yeah. about myself. But so that's where kids change the world, and that's a clothing brand which I've tied a bunch of other things to. Like in terms of the messaging, the word weird like comes from. Like, this is, the, this is the thought that I put into it after I already come up with it, right? So this is not, like, what I'm thinking about, like, oh, weird kids change the world. I know it means this. Like, I had to look up the word weird, and this is, like, after a year of creating this. And weird, like, it was a word they used to give to, uh, like, witches who had the ability, like, to control hmm. destiny. And that's on that's on your website, so that's right? The, that's on the website. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. It's, like, the, it's at, yeah. at the top. And, like, that's, like, the archaic, like, definition. So, like, I found, like, I had to dig to find that, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, but that's going to come back in the end. I'll show you how that ties in at the end. So then after I did Weird Kids Change the World, I didn't have any merch out. I didn't have any designs out. My, if this was a video, I could show you my designs on my phone. They're, they're <laughs> trash. Uh, I remember showing, I remember I showed one person, it was Jake Krakowski, and he was like, oh yeah, bro, this looks fire. I was like, I don't know if he was actually, that was fire or if he was lying to me, because looking back, it was, it was horrible. Um, but then fast forward like a few months, that's when I um, reached out to Terry Redekin. And I asked him, I was like, look, like, I want to be more than just an athlete. Like, I feel like I'm, like, there's so many kids who fall off the map. Um, I was, I was like, I know some NBA players who've come to this school. They, like, they're not really involved. Like, I don't need a name, name. <laughs> but, like, I just want to be something. I want to be something to the kids because, like, I feel like I'm a good inspiration. And we kind of, like, clicked. 
like from there, I just started running it up, uh, just doing stuff. And we founded a nonprofit, which is known to be Universe mm-hmm. Foundation. Um, and that's sponsored by this other foundation called Core Foundation, mm-hmm. right? It's going to be like a lot of information. So from there, like I just was able to get a whole lot of resources. I was able to put a lot of things together, um, get the writing, get website, get the taxes and all that stuff uh, sorted out and figured out. Um, so the first idea that we had was to do a concert, right? It was going to be, cause we were all SoundCloud rappers. We're like, bro, we want to perform one day. What if we could do it? So it was me and David's idea to do a concert, right? Um, which ended up being endless energy. Um, so all this ties together is like youth universe and where kids change the world are two separate things, yeah. right? Or universe foundation. Right. The uni- the word universe, like it's spelled with a Y because it means youth universe. Okay. Um, it means like your universe and it means like the universe is in you. So by, by having like the universe in you and it being your universe, it means like you can control what happens to you. Like there's no like, Oh, you just get lucky. Like what you put in is like, what's going to come out. So like you have the ability to control like where your life goes, which is kind of like ties into what the archaic word of weird means is the ability to control destiny. So that's what I'm tying into each other now. So that's like kind of how it's, that's like, that's like where it's at right now. And to think that all that like started from like a little like drawing on a shoe because I couldn't afford like shoes for school is like, is kind of crazy to think of uh, that it came to be something that's like, that I see long-term it it definitely growing to be something really, really special. Um, But there's probably a bunch of points I missed. I didn't Mm -hmm. hit. Um, out of that, I'm sure you guys have a few questions, but like, yeah, that's, that's how Weird Kids Change the World came up in the foundation pretty much. What, out. what exactly, you know, was the goal with universe? Like, you know, like, uh, w- like, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, what, what is universe? You know, like what, what do you do? What do what does yeah. the organization do? What is the nonprofit? Right, right. So the universe is kind of like. If you know, like, in stocks, right, like, Google is not treated, like, under that. They're treated under, like, mm-hmm. alphabet, right? So the universe, like, kind of functions as the alphabet. Okay. And the universe has, like, children underneath that. So Weird Kids Change the World is one of those children. And, like, Universe Foundation is one of those mm-hmm. children, right? So a lot of times when, like, I was learning the ropes of, like, 501c3s, which is, like, the proper definition or term, I mean, uh, for nonprofit charities, is like you can actually make money from your nonprofit, and there were so many ways that they like laid out they're like you can do it like this and not just terry like it was a bunch of people who who are involved um who helped me out with this as well um they're like you can make money this way you can make money this way but i just want i didn't feel like through my foundation i wanted to make money so i decided to split it into just making money solely off my merch um so my merch is mostly for profit unless i do something that's like a black lives matter right donating or like something like that um, but I just really split it to where like universe foundation is for the kids. We don't really see money off that. Not really. We don't see money off that. Like our concert, we didn't make money from it. Our youth camp was a free camp. We, we lost money doing that. Mm-hmm. We lost in the concert. Like we really are spending like right at the point where we're spending our own money. I haven't even been able to get to the point where like I have a bank account. Like that's where we're getting at right now. Gotcha. Where we're trying to get more professional and cleaner on our side to where we don't have to spend our own money. But up until like right now, like it's just been people who are extremely bought in to making sure kids have opportunities to explore like all the different paths uh, life has to offer. So Universe Foundation is just by it's really right now it's just doing events um, that bring the community together. Um, and we've done camps, we've done the Shoujo League, and that's like that's like borderline uh, 
like it's not really like a for-profit non-profit thing because mm. there's no money involved right um but universe foundation is really just to kind of just help the help the youth and, and i'm just trying to grow it through college uh gotcha. while also like growing my for-profit stuff parallel to it because at the end of the day like people want to put money towards a good cause and whether like it's a cause for me personally and something that i like work on every single night think of every single night or whether it's like going to go to a kid sending a like putting a scholarship together for him to go to something that he wouldn't otherwise have uh financial you know benefits to do right um that's just kind of where like the foundation comes into into play and definitely helps me out a lot um so like by starting the foundation my fault by starting the foundation it allowed us to like use donations as like our money and our capital because we didn't have money personally so we could use the donations to fund projects that we wanted to do even though we weren't making money off of it we were still getting experience off of it and we were learning how to do events so that down the road if i want to do something for profit if i want to do another thing for a nonprofit, i would know like everything that came with uh putting events together and making sure i had the right team waivers all like all that type of stuff gotcha uh so you were just talking about the shoujo league so what, mm-hmm. um, what exactly, what organization does that actually fall underneath? And like, what was your goal with that? What were you trying to yeah. do? Yeah. So it was an idea I had since probably like my sophomore year. I think I have notes that say like 2017 or 2018 when I came up with it. Um, and it was just like, it doesn't really fall uh, the weird kids change world or it's like another one of like the like children of like the universe, like the overall mm-hmm. thing. Um, it's like its own separate thing. It, I haven't been able to figure out a way how I want to like link money to it. If I want to make money off of it, if I want to donate it, I haven't, I haven't really even got to that point. It was just something where I felt like people are always trying to play basketball. So why can't they like do it through me? And there's always right. pickup runs and all that kind of thing. Um, so like, it's just a matter of me, you know, putting a, a system in place to where people can come and, and play uh, together, and I just put the league behind it from inspiration, like the Drew League. Uh, if, you, if you guys remember yeah. that, yeah. Uh, Dykeman, they play games like in New mm-hmm. York City, like that urban basketball yeah. feel. I really wanted to, to do that. So, who would you say do so, you like look up to the most? Because obviously, you just said Drew League. So, like, you take a lot a lot of different people. You, you said have helped you and stuff. What would you say is like uh, one of your biggest inspirations that like? Like, I know Drew's World is someone that uh, you replicate in um, your music, but, like, what about, yep. like, sports and with the yeah. world with everything like that? Yeah, well, I'd have to, like, there's probably going to be, like, seven people I, mean, <laughs> I don't even know. But, like, so, like, for music, it's definitely, like, Lil Uzi, like, was, like, one of my huge inspirations just because, like, his energy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just try to, just, like, people will tell you, like, any person who's good at sports will tell you, that the way they got good is they watch other people's game mm-hmm. and they incorporate like what they do well yeah. into their own game. So that's definitely what I do when people are like, Oh my God, like this sounds just like, like Uzi. That'd be like, you watch me play basketball. And you're like, Oh my God, like you play just like Michael Jordan. Like I literally take it as a compliment like that because like okay, in yeah. my own eyes, like those artists are like the great, like some of the greatest mm-hmm. they've ever like even done this. So like Uzi and music juice world and music is huge for me. Playboy Cardi because of his energy um i listen to old like i used to listen to old school music with my dad and stuff like nas and jay-z on a on a like side from hitting all angles whether it's like fashion music and putting all together jay-z is definitely a big inspiration uh who else uh p diddy is good yeah um in sports 
for football, it's definitely like Deion Sanders, just because he's like really flashy. Mm-hmm. Um, like growing up, that's who I looked up to, and that's like you can definitely like see me trying to like idolize and be like him and replicate all the crazy stuff he does. Mm-hmm. Um, basketball would be like LeBron was my all-time favorite player, mm-hmm. um, but there are so many guys I used to look up to. Um, Michael Jordan, I look up to him as well, just because he's you know one of the greatest to ever do it. You know, him and LeBron is a different conversation for me uh but um and then like on a fashion standpoint and like that kind of stuff uh ian connor if you guys are familiar with him he does a lot of things like with rappers uh the brands like off-white v-lone these are people who are like heavily like influenced by hip-hop culture and they're able to like make their own you know provide these artists with this fashion and there's so many people that like have influenced me that i can't even think of like off the top of my head but right. those are just a few uh, who I really like, I really admire uh, for, for what they're gotcha. doing. Gotcha, that's awesome. All right, so I think now would be a good time to get into uh, everyone's favorite segment, Evans 11 here. Uh-huh. Um, so we have five, and for those wondering who may hear something, Dagby's in the car. Um, yeah. But Can you, is it loud? It's a little loud. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm on no, the highway, bro. Um, so we have five uh, trivia questions and then six open-ended for right. you. All right. Uh, question one: uh, What year did South Lakes football have its best record, and what was that record? Its best record, uh, probably two thousand two, maybe. Uh, I think they went to the state finals and they lost to like Tebas or one of those schools. If not that, then uh, twenty. What what year was that? Twenty seventeen, maybe. And maybe twelve and two. Okay, so you were twenty sixteen was what was listed online. Twelve and two was their best overall record. Yeah, that was my freshman year. Yeah, twenty sixteen. Yeah, all right. That was David Cole's senior year, yes, right? Yes, that was David Cole's senior year. Yeah, uh, yes. uh, I was on that team. I, I was dressing on that team. I was on kickoff. <laughs> yeah. All right, question two: uh, How many South Lakes athletes have gone on to play professional sports, and this includes the Olympics? Oh damn! Professional sports. Yeah. Uh, it's got to be more than 10. Uh, uh, is that right? How many? Uh, oh, seven? <laughs> you were close. It's six. Six. Okay. Close. I think I thought, I thought we were, I thought we were better. No, yeah. We yeah. Have, I think we have two Olympians and there's like three football players and then like one uh-huh. best. Yeah. And Grant Hill. So, all right. Yeah, we'll add on to that. We'll add on to there that. There you go. All right. Question three. What college football conference has the most championships? And this was said in the Mr. Mack episode. SEC. No. I'll give you a hint. Damn. It is probably the last one that you would guess. Okay. Pac-12? Nah. Think about Spencer. <laughs> think about Ivy. Oh, yeah. Ivy, Ivy League. League. Ivy League has 15 or 18. I think second is Alabama tied with Princeton with 15. Dang, bruh. I, I didn't even know they had a championship. I thought they only played 10 game seasons. Nah. It was like it was like a long time ago. Berks ago. All right. Yeah. Question. Right, right, right. Question. That's, that's kind of like a garbage yeah, question. Yeah, garbage question. But <laughs> question four What is the Sorry. average gra- uh, graduation rate for college athletes? It's. I'm giving you a hint. It's going to be lower than you think. This was already asked in the Spencer and Bardia episode. Damn, I got to tap into this other <laughs> podcast. I could I easily be getting these. Um, dang. Uh, graduation rate 60. Okay, close, lower than that, though. Okay, 49, <laughs> lower than that. Damn, 40 percent. Yeah. That is correct. I'll give you a point. Damn, 
All right, all right, all right. Man, what's my what's my what's my score right now? <laughs> I'll give you one out of four. <laughs> All right, all right, all right, all right. Last uh, trivia question here: How much is the average athletic scholarship worth? Uh, let's see. School is usually like like over a four year period. Uh, on a year by year basis. Year by year. Fifteen thousand. Close. Ten thousand six hundred. Yeah. It's pretty close. Not that much. If you, yeah, it's not that much. Yeah, it's really not that much. Yeah, because those are guys factoring all the D three people. Exactly. So. Um, yeah. All right, question six. What is your favorite sport? My favorite sport is soccer. You're lying. Yeah, soccer. No, swear. Because, look, like, basketball is cool. Football is cool. Like, you have, like, a, like a city champ for you. But, like, soccer, like, you have a whole country behind you. Like, whole, like, like it's, it's worldwide. Like, the energy in soccer is unmatched. It's just, it's just, like, I don't know. When I watch soccer, I get into soccer. It's definitely, like way more entertaining than watching a football game like on the couch like i don't know that it's kind of lame honestly like in nah, comparison to all cool. the other sports like soccer makes all them look lame bro for real nah, yeah i mean you, you and baseball baseball and baseball second too baseball second too baseball is a close second for me because i knew I, you I wanted to play baseball you wanted to play yeah baseball. i played a bit i i played baseball uh from fifth grade to eighth grade yeah. and like i had like some of my best memories i met a lot of good people why'd you baseball. stop uh I just wanted, like, I felt like, honestly, like, my coach told me that I couldn't do all three, um, which, like, looking back, like, I wouldn't be able to go to camps and all this other yeah. stuff. I wish I hadn't have stopped. Um, if only, like, I was, like, six, like, three, and that, it really wouldn't matter what I did. Mm. Um, but just for me, like, I had to go to these camps for football, which was interfering with baseball. But I definitely regret not playing because, like, it's just, like, the energy in baseball also is, like, I don't know. It's, it's really anybody who's, like, listening or knows, like, baseball a little bit like what well, can tell you like that baseball is like really unmatched in the mm-hmm. energy and like the the family aspect of it i really admire it a lot I like, like two that. sports that i don't even play anymore yeah um but yeah those are definitely my favorite sports for sure um all right um all right so question seven what's something you want to improve about yourself maybe as an athlete or as a businessman or a student oh yeah right um so definitely like my patience uh my time management my organization which goes in with time management um like over the past year, uh, I've been getting real patient and like letting things play out for themselves and understanding like everything happens for a reason. Um, mm. And like it's it's been hard to catch me in, like arguments these days because like I don't really argue over things that are out of control, out of my control, or like things that are just like petty. Like I re- I really used to be petty about getting mad over like small things and it would affect like my overall mood, which I I really got away from that. Um, and that's like definitely not something I'm continuing to work on. I'll always continue to work on. And my time management, just because like when you do so many certain like different things, there's only 24 hours in a day. And like for me, there's only one thing that you have to sacrifice to be able to get more time. And that's just by not sleeping. Um, so like if if I'm sleeping and like I'm I'm getting my proper sleep, like and I'm have all this stuff to do, that's like mm-hmm. if you sleep for eight hours a day, that's what 16 hours that you can you know, operate and do things you need to do. So, like, it's, it's really not that that much time when you think about how much needs to get done in a day, especially for somebody like me who's trying to do so much so fast. Right. Um, so time management is really something I need to work on and just make gotcha. sure I have my priorities set, don't procrastinate, uh, spend less time consuming and more producing, uh, especially on the social media side. Gotcha. Um, okay, question eight, I got a tough one for you. All right, so we like to All keep right. things PG here. So we say Mary kiss, kill. All right, all right. Uh, so we have football, basketball, and weird kids change the world. 
right, all right, all right. Kill basketball, marry witches, <laughs> change the world, and kiss football. All right, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. That's easy, man. We can change the world forever, man. Until I die, put it on my grave, bro. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, question nine. Who is one teammate that you've had that you wish you could have on every team? <sighs> Dang, that's a tough question. Who's been on my team who's, like, I don't have fun with? Uh, let me think. All right. Damn, this is a hard question. Uh, probably E, probably Emmanuel, because we, okay, I don't know, we had we, that that year. We had a lot of fun that year. I was gonna <laughs> say Cam. I was gonna say Cam, but like Cam, I would go to. I would if I would need anybody on my team to like go to war with. I would pick Cam or Brian like any day. But Got if that. I wanted to like have fun, like geek, like I'll definitely pick E because we were just like, bro, we acted up so much like on the on the basketball team. We were so good, like it didn't even like matter, bro. We just would geek on the bench, like. I would definitely pick Emmanuel like to be on any team of ours. I That's just, interesting. <laughs> yeah, I was not. When we go play pick up, I always call him first. Too. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, question ten. Uh, what's the end game for you as Shogo Shojo? What's like the end goal for you? Where Where do you want to? You know, where do you see yourself? Let's say like fifteen years down the line. Fifteen years, I will be uh, thirty three. I have kids. I have a bad wife. <laughs> I'll have a nice house. Um, I don't know if it will get done in 15 years, but, like, my overall goal is to have a community center, but, like, a really, really, really huge, like, functioning community center in Reston. Like, that's something that that's, sense. like, always been a goal of mine. It's just, like, where kids – like, if you go through the – if you follow our program and our, like – if you go through – like, if you're, like, a, a universe, like, center kid, like, there's no way, like, you're going to go to college. If that's something you want to do, we still, mm-hmm. like – we don't require you going to college because, like, we'll set people up to where if they want to go pursue something else after after high school, like, they'll they, basically they'll be in control to do whatever they want. They'll be successful. They won't be, you know, out following the wrong path. It's just something that functions as a place where kids can feel safe. Uh, if I can do that, like, you can, like, that's pretty much my end goal is what I want to do uh, is be able to, like, fund something like that. Yeah, that's definitely my Yeah, if there's, I mean, if there's anyone that could do that, I, I have no doubt that you that that'll be for you. For sure. For sure. It's um, just about getting other people to believe the same thing, bro. That's it. Uh, question 11, last question here. Uh, what's one – what's the one accomplishment that you are most proud of in your life? Um, I think just, like, it's not like an accolade. It's not something you can put on paper, but just, like, staying true to myself. There's a lot of times, like, where I could have easily, like, lost myself, uh, where I almost did lose myself in, like, having success, like, for a high school or, like, followers, like, is something that, like, I used to put place a lot of value on. Um, not a lot, but, like, n- like, a lot less than other people, but it's something I did place value on. And, like, it's something that can easily change uh, the overall character and mood of a person. And it's not even, like, it... it changes a person like money or followers it doesn't change a person it just like brings out the real in them it brings out their true character so Absolutely. like the fact that i was able to you know live my life and do like certain things which i haven't even really gotten started in my own mind but up to this point i've been able to do things and still take stay true to myself and i i've never changed who i am for anybody anybody who knows me like since like i was a kid like eighth grade or elementary school like they'll tell you i'm literally the same exact person i still make the same stupid jokes i'm still childish i still you know i just got a little bit more polished around the edges like in terms of like gotcha. myself mm-hmm. business wise but that's the I'm, I'm most proud of staying true to myself because like if i without that like i wouldn't people wouldn't like look up to me how they how they do 
Gotcha. I like that answer. Yeah, so uh, before we get into what's been annoying you, I just want to hear, like, if you could give out one message to the kids and the pe- like your followers, the people that yeah. look up to you, like, what would it be? Uh, anybody who tells you, like, you can't do something, like, stay away from them. Your friend group, it needs to be, like, it doesn't need to be big. It needs to be very, like, that's the def- that's, like, the definition of quality over quantity is, like, when you talk about friends. Um, because when you have a good support system around you, who are willing to tell you when your ideas are bad, won't feed your ego. They'll like, they'll keep you honest and true to yourself. Like that's the biggest thing is like that. It's like, it's, it's kind of all over the place advice. It's just like, you really have to like stay true to yourself and be patient and trust the process that like, like there's so many ideas that like people don't even know about that. Like completely failed that I've done. And there's like so much, like I still have yet to do that's probably going to fail. And like, it's just about, understanding like it's a long-term game it's not like a short thing becoming successful is not like what you see on the internet where one day somebody blows up and the next day don't that's like the same people who blow up in one day are the same people you stop hearing about overnight the same way like the same speed that they yeah. blew up at so yeah. like if you stay true to yourself and do it the right way the organic and authentic way like it's in the long run it'll definitely benefit you more just by staying true to who you are and and always being weird because it's weird as well all right that's awesome um so, as you know, our podcast is called Easily Annoyed, and we were wondering what's one thing that's been annoying you with your business or just during quarantine oh, yeah. or whatever. What's one yeah, thing? and other all than right, that bump, right. other than that bump, Trevor from PVI. Other than what? <laughs> other than that bump, Trevor from PVI. Uh, he's garbage, bro. He's garbage. Um, <laughs> no, I wasn't even annoyed by that. I, I was like, I was like, I was in awe, bro. I feel like such a fan when I got like. Um, but nah, something that annoys me in business is like paperwork. Like it's super, like super annoying. Like I always let like adults older than me who like, like that stuff, handle that stuff for me. Uh, like when it has to come with like doing paperwork for like, whether it's like tax stuff or whether it's like waiver stuff, forms, that kind of thing. I just, I hate that. I hate the process of like when unks are always like super overly cautious about stuff and all this stuff. I mean, I understand it and I'm like, I'm learning to understand it more, but it's definitely something I get annoyed about with music. Uh, when you go to the studio, there's like an engineer, right? Mm, engineers yeah. that are slow. Like I work really, really <laughs> fast when I go to the studio. Engineers like, you really only had to push a few buttons. Like if you can't keep up with what I'm trying to do, uh, really annoys me. Um, I'm going to just hit every single point. Basketball. Uh, <laughs> The one coach, the one coach who's like always like, I don't, you do one thing wrong and they like immediately grab you, snatch you out of the game. Like they just start raging. Uh, football when refs tell you to tuck your shirt in, like it's the stupidest rule ever. I don't know why. I don't know. It looks so fresh when you can just like I don't know. Like refs who are overly cautious about equipment, like the stuff that's supposed to make you look drippy, towels, all that stuff when they trip over <laughs> stuff like that. Like, that's one thing that annoys the hell out of me. Like, that's probably my biggest pet peeve. Uh, and then uh, anything other than that is just, like, unproductive people. Like, I, yeah. I try to stay away from people who aren't, like, who don't have goals, who do the same thing every day. That's that's definitely what annoys me the most. Gotcha. Yeah. All right, man. Well, thanks for being on the podcast. This yeah, great. man. We really appreciate it, Joe. For right? sure, and yeah. You- it was it was hella fire, bro. Send me the link. Send me everything so I can promote it, I'm sure. A bunch of, of people who yeah. like fans and stuff who want to hear me talk, they never usually get to. So it's good. I got to do something like this. I'm super thankful. Yeah, you know, we we'd love for you to uh, share this, uh, you know, everywhere. And yeah, and, yeah. And again, like if you need anything in the future, you let us know. And we'll be there for you. All right. Definitely, definitely, man. I got a whole lot of stuff worked up. Uh, 
we're getting ready to start a broadcasting thing through uh, Universe Media, so it'd definitely be good That'd to be tough. get cool. something, something like that going there uh, to start. Because, you know, it's just this is some secret information right here, but there's, you know, <laughs> with high school sports, most likely fans are not going to be able to attend games, so we're going to fill that. Uh, but you guys can stay tuned there for you some go. stuff like that. Right, um, awesome. But, yeah, definitely there'll be some stuff in the future where I know we'll definitely make a good team. But, yeah, just send me the link, all that stuff. Of course. All right, cool, super, yeah. super stoked to be on here. Appreciate that. All right, thanks, man. And that's good. All right. Easily. <laughs> no, no, Joe, Joe, Yo, you got to do, huh? do the easily annoyed thing. <laughs> oh, what I got to do? Hold on. Oh, how does it go? How does it go? All right, go. And that's Ben. And then we all go together, easily annoyed. All right, bet, bet, bet. All right, I'm going to say my name. All right, I'm going to say I am Shojo. And then, all right. All right, all right. Okay. All right, bet, bet. All right, I am Shojo. And that's been easily, easily annoyed. Easily annoyed. Right? Yeah, yeah, you got easily it. Annoyed. I like that. All right, Is yeah, that I it? Like that. Yeah, you got yeah, it. That's a wrap. All right, all right. Catch all right, you guys. Catch you later, Joe. All right.